What is going on, Philly? Philly! Uh, back for another edition of Drunk on Broad. Your host with the most, it's me, Rich. Joined along, finally, after his little hiatus. It's been like a week. Yeah, I know. It's still a little. It's a, I said a little hiatus. <laughs> Hi, Oscar. Jesus. You want to bring everybody else in? I'm sorry I took over your job. No, it's not even my job. You're the host. I'm just like the guy that like sits back there and it's just like, I don't, even know, I don't even know why I have beef with you right now. Don, what is going on? My <laughs> the, the casual observer. No, I'm just, you know, I'm uh, kind of really, I'm really excited for, you know, what the, what the Sixers are going to be able to do. It looks like, you know, the, you got a couple things aligning that might, uh, might create a, a decent path to the Eastern conference final. So looking back to, uh, you know, the, the shades of 2001. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. Nick, what do you, uh, what's up with you, bud? How you, how you been? I'm good, man. Uh, yeah, ready to watch the Sixers, man. A lot of the Negadelphians are coming out, you know, just the way it is. I understand. Our heart's been broken way too many times for everybody to be super optimistic. I get it. But um, the team's really good, man. So looking forward to watching them play. It's going to be good. I don't really care. And like Don said, looks like a good path. I don't care who, who, who we play, man. No. Got to beat up everybody. It makes me laugh that people are so negative because, like, let's be real. There's not much to be negative about when it comes to that was a bad call. When it comes to this, the Sixers team, and I mean, if you if you're looking at it through my eyes, through your eyes, through Oscar's fucking beady eyes, and through Don's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so what I look at is Don's bringing up the playoff schedule. I like the way it sits. I mean, it's super confusing. We already talked about this, Don. I have no fucking clue what is going on. Let me move this banner off of Nick's dome piece real quick. There we go. Yeah. Winner of the 9-10 or the winner of the 9-10 game goes on to face the loser of the 7-8 game to determine the Sixers. Am I, am I afraid of Indiana, uh, Indiana? No. No. Am I afraid of Boston or Washington? No. No. I mean, what what else is there like left for us? Like that's what I I don't understand. We're are yes getting into the next round and then moving forward could be a little tough, but it's nothing that I see as being a problem. I mean, in all in all honesty, if if it takes them more than ten games to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, something went drastically wrong. Like if yeah. they can't take care of the the Pacers and the Knicks. With you know, with with ten games to play, you know, I I think, I think that that that's where, I think the the stars kind of align in a sense where you know, they're they're going to be in a prime position to be able to, not have to face, the Bucks, the Heat, or the Nets, until the Eastern Conference Finals, and they're only going to face one of those teams. Yeah, which that's- is why that that one seed is is huge. Oh man, but they still want to. They still want Ben to shoot threes. So going into the playoffs, Ben start shooting threes, bud, because that's what everybody in Philly wants you to do. Nick, what are you thinking, buddy? Yeah, I mean, it's probably best case scenario the way that it played out. Finally getting that number one seed, just because the way that it shakes out. Um, I mean, a couple of the teams are, you know, like Washington and Boston. They got some good players. Um, you know, they're. The Boston's really well coached, right? But they've been without Jalen Brown as one of their best players. Washington has two elite guards, but still, they have to stop us, right? They have to stop. We're the best defensive team in the league with probably the two. Like, I think the two best individual defenders in the league are Embiid and Simmons in that order. Embiid, number one, Simmons, number two, just the way they affect the game. So, yeah, I I mean, the best case scenario is that Chicago beats Indiana, and then I guess I mean yeah Charlotte, not not Chicago. I don't know why I said Chicago. <laughs> well, Charlotte is Nick. Charlotte's right now losing by thirty five. So oh, they are? yeah, Charlotte okay. is going to lose. <laughs> so then you know I mean that's fine. Indiana has some good players. They're another well coached team, but ultimately. You know, people are just in the – it's just we've been hurt so many times by, like, last year's team was really good. Um, and it's just – it was more of a coaching thing and a rotation thing. And 
they didn't also have the right lineup, right? That was with Al Horford on the team. So, like, you don't have the spacing that you have now. Guys didn't know their roles. Now they know the roles. I think that it's set up perfectly for us. Ultimately, it doesn't matter who you play. You're number one seed. You have to take care of business. So, if we even if we're number one seed and then we end up – we would have had to play Milwaukee, Miami, Brooklyn. Like, you deserve to go to the finals if you beat all those teams. So, whether you get yeah. rubs or you get the top teams, you got to beat them, right? So they And they should feel in their minds that don't matter who steps on the court against us, we're going to dominate and we're going to win that game. So, I, I agree with all that. I mean, mm-hmm. I look at it as if we have to play – we'll play Milwaukee, we'll play Milwaukee. We'll play Brooklyn, we'll, we'll play Brooklyn. Like, am I afraid of – if Miami upsets Milwaukee and we have to play my, no, I'm not, I'm not no. afraid of Miami. Like the, the regular season is the regular season. And like, as Nick said last week, the problem for everything would be is if Brooklyn made it to the Eastern conference finals and won, because it does show you that the regular season means dog shit. It doesn't matter. You can do what you do, but if all your guys sit and they finally come together and win, it just proves to you that the regular season doesn't mean anything. Um, in that sense, I am looking at it through that mentality of I'm what you saw with guys resting and guys hurt. Hopefully they all come back healthy for this playoffs run. You're going to cut the benches down. You're not going to see the Mike Scotts of the world. You're not going to see the Isaiah Joes. I like Isaiah Joe, but you're, you're not going to see him. You're not going to see Furcon. You're not going to see these second teams come in and blow leads that are 20 plus points. So you're going to see it instead of that, you're going to see the starter still out there with a 20 point lead. And who, who's who's going to slow them down besides themselves? And they've been playing really good basketball lately. They have been playing good basketball all year. It's just funny that we get so complacent and not talking about them because they're doing everything right. So yeah. sorry for us and the casual fan and everyone for not talking more about the Sixers, but it's kind of expected. They're not an underdog team that came out of nowhere. Their roster is built right now to win and to dominate, and I think that's what they're going to do. Don, you got anything else? I mean, when you look at at how this team is built, like you're you're right, Rich. You're not going to see you're you're going to see eight guys at the most, and you know, one of your starting five is going to be on the floor at 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 all times. You've got George Hill that's going to lead that second team, you know, from the point position. Um, I, I just I think it, it's. Like you said, you're not going to see them blow leads. You're not going to see – because those guys that are the inexperienced guys that don't have the playoff experience aren't going to be on the court. Yeah. So, you know, and Rich, just speak to your – your you know, people want to tell Ben – keep telling Ben Simmons to, you know, keep shooting threes. I saw this amazing statistic for him that his first four seasons, over 4,300 points, 2,200 rebounds, and 2,100 assists. The only other two guys to do that? Anybody? Oscar Robertson and Magic Magic Johnson. Yeah. Oscar Robinson and Magic Johnson. If you can put if you can put him in in that same in that same sentence, uh, I'm okay with how he operates on the court. Because he does so much more. And this team doesn't need him to shoot a three. I'm so over the bullshit. That whole it, the whole fucking media and everybody yeah. went so fucking over. It's the most. It's so tiring. Like uh-huh. fuck off. Let Ben be Ben because what Ben does is better than most people. Yeah, like, he plays. He also plays one hundred and fifty percent. He doesn't take a series off. He plays hard the whole time. He's going to play forty two plus minutes every night in the playoffs. He's not going to look like he's tired ever because he doesn't ever get tired. He's a robot. And you know we would like him. Like we we said before, we don't want him to shoot threes. Just get to the line more. I mean, don't be scared to take that ten foot floater like that. Do that stuff. I don't need you to shoot threes, bro. I just need him to create. Like that's what I want yeah, him to do. I sure. want him to drive the lane. I want him to dominate. I want him to create shots for our shoot. Like there's a reason why we have these wing players, and there's a reason why Daryl Morey and Elton Brand went out and got shooters because Ben is going yeah. to create for them. So let Ben create, and then let Joe take over. I don't need Ben taking shots away from Joe. I'm good with I'm good with how things are going. Joel Joel MV Embiid, that's the way it should be, even though all these bullshit rankings have they don't even have him in first team or second team, which is disgusting. Uh, I'm just you see, that, you see that article from the athletic? I was absolutely no, I, I, I didn't. I just read what everybody else put under it and I'm like, ah, yeah, I see that. But I saw some dude, Ryan, whatever, put 
Jokic in at the forward and then um, Gobert in the one. And then the next one was Giannis and somebody else. And I'm like, what? I'm like, Embiid's not in there? But, like, get the fuck out of here. No, I'm good. I don't need to, I don't need to listen to you guys. Like, thanks. Thanks for nothing. But Chris asks, who is who is the West? Who in the West is uh, going to be a problem? Who are we going to go with? I put money on the Suns. I have the Suns going to the yeah. play because I like the. I mean, I, I like the Suns, and you know, yeah, the the Clippers. You know, they, they've got the talent to to get to the finals. To, yeah. to, but you know. I would honestly, I would love to see that be the rematch with the Sixers, where you know they can take on Kawhi again and you know kind of avenge that. Uh, Doc would love that, that too. That, that heartbreaking loss, and that would be you know the the storylines for that matchup would be incredible. Adam writes, I think it will be the Miami and Sixers Eastern Conference Finals. Could be. Could I mean, be. They, they have the experience. I mean, they have the experience, but I'm not afraid of them. I want to see what the Nets do. I really want to see what the Nets do. Yeah, I think – yeah, and, like, as good as Milwaukee is, I think that they're good, but, like, who, gives, so the Nets, who gives the Nets a better series? Prob- I, I mean, I don't know. Miami's been – they played subpar somewhat, but in the playoffs, like, you know, you have Jimmy Butler healthy. You have Spolster, who's one of the best coaches ever, who just knows how to maximize his roster – um, so it's like, you know, I just want, I just want Brooklyn to go six or seven, you know, and in the West, I think Utah is actually like, they're being slept on as a number one seed. They're, pr- they're really good team. Yeah. Um, and they lose Denver, Denver, Denver was good, but they lost Jamal Murray for the year. He was oh, their Denver. best scorer outside Clippers are good. Um, you know, with the Lakers and golden state, like I hope Steph gets hot and scores 60 and they, and they beat the Lakers. That'd be amazing. That would be awesome. They- so Nick, then we, were talk, we were talking about that right before you popped on, like when, when Rich and I were talking. Like, I would love to see the Lakers just kind of to, to not even make it past this play-in tournament. Yes, I mean, even if they lose, right, they would still have to play They'd Memphis still have to or play. San Antonio, right? They'd have to play right. another play-in game right. and then have to play Utah. So, right. like, you never count. You never count LeBron out. I get it, no. but I mean, they haven't been healthy. They haven't played together a lot this year. There's, you know, Utah and Phoenix have been number one and two basically all year. Yeah. So, yeah, Rich, I like you. I like Phoenix too, but like Chris Paul has, has to prove it to me because he's always yeah. let let it, let his team down in the playoffs. It's like the I, James I, Harden I thing. Like they always let the teams Devin down. Booker, one two punch. Really yeah. Like- no, they have a really good roster, dude. Yeah. They have, a, and they've. They've they've had really good rosters before though. Like remember when they had the Amari and Steve Nash teams? They were the one seed yeah. playing times, and they could yeah. just never get over the hump for whatever reason. So, you know, going back to like when Barkley played for the Suns, they had really good players. Always have. Oh, Thunder Dan when he, when he played with you know Dan Martin, Thunder Dan and and that that whole crew. I mean they they when they lost to Jordan in the finals, that was an incredible finals. But they couldn't they couldn't get over the hump. Then you look at the Suns with, like you said, the Amari Stoudemire, the Steve Nash, uh, Leonardo Barbosa, Boris Dial, Sean Marion. Like well, those- some Boris Dial, man. The Matrix, Boris Sean Marion, when he was shit like this. Oh, that was Sean Marion. Yeah. <laughs> but they ran into these guys called Kobe and Shaq, and then they also ran into these guys like uh, Tim, uh, Tim Duncan. Yeah, Tim Duncan and uh, David, Ginobili. Robinson, yeah, David Robinson and Tony Parker. I haven't heard that name in like ages. I know, dude. They ran in. There are some. There are some teams. Portland. Anybody think Portland? I like. I like Portland. I do. But for yeah, some Portland, I think one of my favorite players is on that team. Who? Dame. Who, Dame. Dame. Is that CJ um, McCollum? I don't think that sounds familiar. Now, Lillard. Another team. Damian Lillard. <laughs> no, the <Greek> guy, <laughs> what the Greek guy? Oh, God! I can't think of it. You talking about on the, on the on the Blazers, Oscar? No, nah, I thought he was in the Blazers, but I guess not. He's Greek. Yeah. Hmm. He's white Greek or black Greek? Black Greek. <laughs> you talking about Antetokounmpo or no? <laughs> not familiar either. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm so lost. Maybe <laughs> not. I'll let you guys know. All right, Oscar. You're I was gonna say, Oscar, do some research. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Get back to us. 
I'm curious to see who this guy is. I'm very, I'm very excited. Are you talking about Nurkic? I'm trying to think of who's on the Blazers that's a good player. <laughs> no, it's Milwaukee Bucks. Never mind. Shit, be honest. You guys. <laughs> yeah, oh, it is. Oh, my God. God. Such an <laughs> His name is oh, so Holy crap. Uh, yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. He's got two other brothers in the league, too. Yeah, it's mental. Uh, it is mental. All right. Switching gears. Let, let's, let's bring it in. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. B-A-T-L-E-S Eagles! This fucking guy. <laughs> it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. fine. <laughs> I knew it was. And Oscar, no, nah, man, he's on the side. Yeah. Right. Doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, those, <laughs> no, it doesn't sound familiar. It's like top three players. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't no, do that's, that. that's it. That was it, yeah. No crap. Uh, no crap. Next segment we have is the Eagles schedules breakdown. We're going to go over each game one by one of what we think and – by right now, not of the season or what else is playing on. Because I'm not I, – I, I don't have a, a bowl that I can look in and see the future. I'm not a soothsayer. I wish I was. It would be nice. Jo- oh, my God. Yeah, all right, we'll address this first. I didn't want to address it, so I'm just going to throw all this shit out there right now. We have 45 nickel corners on this fucking team, but the Eagles are trading late-round picks next year to acquire more. What this says about your Philadelphia Eagles is – they won competition and training camp. Right. And right. that's pretty much it because half these guys won't make the roster. We have right. 45 nickel corners. We need an outside guy. You really have 45? Yeah. What'd you say? You really have 45? It feels no. like it. Not really, but it feels no. like it. <laughs> 12 nickel corners. I mean, corners. I mean at, just- at, this, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if it's in the teens. They, they probably have probably 12 or 13 guys that they're going to bring in to play. But it's it, it's the epitome of like the like having quantity over quality. Yeah, and and they're they're bringing in guys that they at a, at a position where they don't really have a need for because they have a bunch of dudes. And Rich, you were saying earlier, the guy they just drafted from Texas Tech plays this position. Yeah. So what does that tell you about the guy that you just drafted? Was it tell you about automatic stinks? We already know. Nick, who was the other guy? Your boy from the Lake or yeah, from the Lakers. From the Raiders who didn't pan out. And then they didn't uh I don't think they signed him, Melanfonwu, OB Melanfonwu. Oh, they didn't sign him? Well the difference is at least he's an outside corner because he's six four and he plays the outside, but he's another guy like there's a reason why he has he wasn't able to stay on the Cowboys. Like they have terrible corners, you know what I mean? So it's like they're trying to find these guys, and hopefully they they get lucky, I guess. But if you would have just drafted a good corner in the second round, maybe you've alleviated this situation in the first place. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's maybe. what I would have did, but what do I know? Kerrigan is a good pickup, Adam says. Yeah, I, I love the Kerrigan pickup. He's the Chris, the Chris Long of this team. But like me and Dom are saying for the show, Nick, he's going to get six sacks, and it's not going to win you a game. Yeah. He also it's, takes snaps away from those young guys you drafted, right? So there's Josh Sweat losing snaps. There's Milton Williams losing snaps. There's the other kid you drafted losing snaps. Carolina, yeah. Like Barnett, like, are you just going to give up on him too? I mean, I'm okay with letting him leave, but you're still yeah, paying him a premium this year. So are you going to take snaps away from him and hurt his chances of getting the deal or maybe being an impact player? I mean, I don't have a problem with having depth there, especially guys that can still play. But yeah. they also outbid other – I think it was the Steelers and one other team that they outbid for him yeah. with the incentive basis, $3.5 million plus incentives if he reaches probably a certain amount of snaps, certain amount of sacks. I get it. Good for him. But what's the expense of that? You're, you're Like I said, they're straddling the fence, Rich. I told you. They're straddling the fence between do they want to retool. They don't. They hate the word rebuild for whatever reason. I don't think it's as yeah. negative as they think it is. You have to always update your roster and get younger because NFL guys, the average career is what, two and a half years, three years for most guys? Yeah. Something like that. So, like, you're always constantly retooling anyway. It's like so, one, for running backs, it's like 1.1 yeah. year for running yeah. backs. For and most I, of them, yeah. There's a couple that you see that. Right, but. but let's talk about that because yeah. Chris brought up how we felt about uh, Corey Clement leaving. 
I wish I could have packed his bags quicker for him, but uh, I, I mean, I, I mean that that's another thing. Like you have X, like with the guys that they just brought in, and the guy they just signed from from the Lions, and the guy they just drafted from Memphis. You have now, it, there was a, a redundancy at that position, so he was expendable. We um, still have Holyfield, Killians. Where's Jordan Howard? Let him go. Let him go too. Yeah. I, they, Rich, we will we will pack his moving truck for free. <laughs> and I'm like, Jordan like this person. And I might no, like Jordan Howard. Yeah. Call me, bro. I'll pack your truck up for free, uh, and I'll drive it to your next destination. I'm not driving it. You can drive it. Well, I'll drive it. Just <laughs> cool. Why do you want to drive it? We're packing it up, bro. Like half the job, man. Well, I have to take it to where it needs to. I might just run it right into the Cooper River. And I don't. <laughs> All right, uh, we can't talk about that. That's just wrong. What? I mean, I think water. Is this his belongings? Oh, his belongings. He's rich. Oh, in the words of Chris Long to um, <laughs> well, uh, Mark Ingram, you're rich. Buy new clothes. <laughs> that was pretty funny when he when he said that. Um, but yeah, right now we are going to be breaking down the Eagles' schedule. I'm glad we were able to touch on those little topics going in, and now everybody is just agitated. Let's go. <laughs> Let's move right on to the birds. Week one home or no, not home opener. But we play the Falcons away in the week one opener. I mean, I think that's a loss. Yeah. Like, I think there, there's there, there's way too much offense on the Atlanta side, and there's not enough defense on the Eagles side. Oscar. I was going to say W. You know what I mean, guys? Week one, why not? You week know one, I mean? let's go, baby. Yeah. Hopefully everybody will be healthy. I mean, but Oscar, you're talking about Holy – Julio Jones, if he's Calvin, still Rid- Calvin Ridley, if he's still there, but still yeah. Calvin Ridley yeah, and Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. Who's guard? Who who who's going to cover Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts? Oscar's available. Sign him. Say just uh, prayer and hope, baby. Prayer. <laughs> are, are you are you hanging your hat on like Alex Singleton covering Kyle Pitts? Let's just say it's going to be a shootout. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty. Teams have terrible defenses, so I give you that. I give you that. Listen, I, I, I tried to look at this schedule as optimistically as I could without the green goggles on um, and try to be realistic because I know that this year is not – like I can't go in th- – this is not a year that I can go in thinking like, all right, we're, we're going to be, you know, well, I, what's 17 weeks now, so like we're, we're going to be 12 and 5. Like I can't. I have to be realistic and know that this season is about finding players to build around moving forward. Yes. So you're going to find out a lot about the guys on this roster. So I want to go in. I'm going in very optimistic, but I have to go in very realistic as well. Nick, what do you think? I think to Oscar's point, it's not going to be pretty. Um, I think the one benefit the Eagles have is they're going to have a new system that nobody's seen before. Um, with obviously a new a new number one wide receiver defensive system too because you knew what Jim Schwartz was going to do you knew what Doug Peterson was going to do I think that benefits them um, I think the thing that does hurt them here is the fact that they only have one corner that's a legit NFL corner and um, you know Atlanta they revamped their offense right they said you know we're going all in on Matt Ryan again and if they still have Julio and Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts and Mike Davis looks like an absolute unit right now. So yeah. it's like – He got humongous. The yeah. shootout things are – are. I get the shoot. They're going to have to play a lot of shootout games, but it ultimately comes down to who makes less mistakes in a game like this. Matt Ryan, do you trust Matt Ryan to make less mistakes than Jalen Hurts? You know what I mean? It's like that type of situation. Um, this is a tough one. one. I think I'll, I'll say loss here, but like there's people that are really – Really, like Don said with the green goggles, there's people that are like, this team's going to win 11 games, team's going to win 12 games. I'm like, yo, I don't understand that at all. I get that they have the easiest strength of schedule, which obviously is crap after, you know, it's based off last last teams. Like, because you're looking at some of these teams, like obviously all these teams are going to be better than they were last year. Dallas automatically better. They get the quarterback back. Chargers are going to be better. The Lions are probably going to be better. New coaching staff, new regime. Jets are going to be better than they were. It's like the Panthers are going to be better. So it's like all these teams are going to be better than they were. So you have to still be 
better than you were, and then I expect you to win 11 games? Yeah. No. I mean, if it happens, like, we'll be like, like, yo, they 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 proved us wrong. Great. But is it realistic? I don't see how it's realistic. But let's let's be honest. Let going in from like coming out of last season, like we were one win better than the Jets. Like yeah. every, everybody wanted to trash the Jets last year, and the Jets were garbage. We were one game, one win better. Yep, and they advanced everything too. Better than the Eagles roster right now. Yeah. On paper, yeah. So that's my whole. This is what I don't understand when people say, "Oh, twelve wins." Like Nick said, and or I'm not seeing this with green goggles. Like I'm looking at here's the matchups. Who's covering these guys? Who's going to stop Mike Davis on the ground? Hopefully, our, our front four. But if he gets into the next level, he's gone. So mm-hmm. what 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 do you expect? Like I don't. Do I think the Eagles can win Week One? Yeah. Do I think they will? No. I think it's going to be a close game, like you said, Oscar. Maybe a shootout, like mm-hmm. forty to thirty-seven, something stupid like that. I think the Eagles are going to put up points, but at the end, if say they score a quick touchdown and they go up four, and there's time left on the clock. Mm-hmm. Atlanta can march right back down the field. All Matt Ryan has to do is throw it up to Julio, bro. Or hit Calvin like, Ridley. Yeah, and there goes either a pass or a penalty or yeah. a catch. <laughs> Week two, San Fran. I'll start. We have San Fran at home. Uh, I am going to actually say that this is a win because it's a 1 o'clock game, and I guarantee San Fran. Who's who? I think San Fran's opening up against a uh, divisional rhino, uh, rival. Rhino. Uh, Week. I'll yeah, check. But, and it's going to be Trey Lance. So, do I think they have a better team? Yes. Do I think San Fran travels well? No. I mean, we should have beat them last year, but we did it. But I think the Eagles do pull it out against San Fran. Like, you know, like they always say there's going to have to be like an upset game, like in the schedule. Yeah. I think this is the upset game for the Eagles. I don't think they're going to upset anybody else. This is the game I'm looking at. Is this is where they get their win, and then they go into Dallas and get smoked. So I'm going to say it's a loss. Rich, you think you think Trey Lance will play Week One? I think he's playing Week One. I do. I I I just don't see. I just don't see them. It's hard to sit a guy pick third overall. Yeah, yeah. For Jimmy Garoppolo, who is funny, his numbers when he's their numbers are insanely better when he's under center. He's got a lot of wins. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they also run this offense that is perfect and caters more to Trey Lance. And Trey Lance can throw the ball better, at, I, I think, right? Personally, I think he can. And you have the five running backs that you drafted, and you have Debo coming back healthy. George but Kittle. George Kittle. Yeah, and George Kittle, yeah. It's going to be one of those games where I think it's going to fall on Trey Lance, and he's going to make some mistakes. And it's going to be who, – who are they playing week one, Nick? The Lions. The, all right, Lions. never mind. Never mind. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Think, I'm gonna check again. I think they're um, they're and, and they're in Detroit. Oh, in so, Detroit, yeah. So they're not going home. So they're probably gonna go straight from Detroit to Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm gonna say 49ers. I'll I'll turn that one over. So zero oh and two right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I again, I, I just I, I'm looking at this and I'm having. I had a hard time finding a win in this first in that first six. Yeah, it's tough. I'm like, if there is a game in that first six that they could win, it's this one. So, yeah. um, if I'm if I'm gonna make like I'm gonna call this a win, and I'm okay. gonna say that you know Trey Lance is young and inexperienced. He's gonna face a defense that is new, and that that they that. You know, that at that point the NFL will only have one week of film on. Yeah. If there if there is a win in that first six weeks of the schedule, it's this game. So um I'm gonna call it a win. I'm gonna say Devontae Smith goes for hundred and eighty and two touchdowns. I like that. That would be that would be awesome to see. Nick that would be a great way to open up the link. It Back would. with fans. <sighs> Boo Shades of T.O., throw it up, first play. That would be nice. Nick, what do you got? It would be nice. I I agree with Don that when you look at this first six, I mean, the first two, they have to win one of those two to have any chance 
at even what Chris just said or um, at seven wins, right? To even have a chance at that, you have to win one of those two. If you go 0-2 and, and then you're looking at Dallas with Dak healthy, Kansas City, Carolina with a really good roster, and then and then Tampa, I'm supposed to be – I'm going to be okay. We're really happy at um, one and six, or zero oh and six, or one and five, or zero oh and six. Like you really dig yourself a hole, right? They say you can't you can't get to the playoffs in in September, but you can be out of it in September. So, um, it's tough because San Francisco has a really good roster, man. Like if they had a decent quarterback last year, even a decent quarterback last year, Jimmy didn't get hurt. They're a playoff team. They probably win that division because their roster is just built to win now. Yeah. Oh, I just saw that they have Nate Gary on their team, baby. They're going to beat us. Nate, the track star. <laughs> I'm trying to see who their number one corner is right now because they Richard Sherman's a free agent. Bunch of, they have a bunch of young guys, don't they? Yeah. yeah, they drafted a kid out of Oregon who's supposed to be really good, who the Eagles could have drafted. They didn't like. They have Jason <laughs> Verrett. They have Jason Verrett. He's probably number one. So, gotcha. Okay. Um, they have a really good roster. It's the first home game. I think the Eagles will get up for that. The first time they'll be a packed stadium at the link in over a year. It's going to be crazy. So I'll give them a win here. I'll have them at one and one. But but San Fran's roster is really good, man. They have a really good offensive line, too. If they even – like like Rich, Shanahan is very smart when it comes to offensive play calling. He could just say, you know, in this environment, Trey Lance is going to be getting harassed with boos and the front of the Eagles is really good. We're just going to put him in RPO and just, yeah. or we're yeah, or we're just going to run him as like that. We're going to run the Cam Newton offense. Just simplify. I'm just going to run yeah. up the middle. Use my four running backs that are all talented that can all run the ball. Give them all ten touches. Twelve. They have touches. wide receivers who can run the ball. Yeah, so and then we're going to do that. We're going to do the reverses with Ayuk and Debo Samuel, and then we'll play with a deep sixty-yard out route for a touchdown. That's what. The, that's how I think Shanahan will play it. But I think the Eagles. Sh- have to win that game. So they do. You can't go 0 and 2 to start the year and then look at the rest of those four games if that'd be like, yeah, we're going to try and steal one against uh, Kansas City at home. You could try. I mean, you know, not easy things happen. It's the NFL, but, you know, so I'll go there one on one going into week, going into week three against Dallas in Dallas. In Dallas. I'm going to say, go ahead. Go on Monday night, I think in Dallas, that's that's a loss. Yeah, um, I don't even I need think, to break down this roster. I'm just going to say no. it's a loss. The, the the talent that they have on offense, again, the, the offensive weapons that they have on the outside, they're getting – they get Dak back. They, they have an advantage. They draft all, the whole defense. They, they, you're going to see – well, listen, we'll, we'll, get a, we'll get an upfront view – of Micah Parsons in a Cowboys uniform for the next 10 years. We'll see and, that first of that. Yeah, and Jabril Cox. And Jabril Cox. And Jalen Smith. Yeah, and, and Jalen Smith. And Van Der Esch. So, because, I don't know, Van Der Esch probably won't be healthy then. But Van Der Esch will on after next year anyway. They didn't pick up his fifth option. He's always hurt. So, But I think all of us are in agreement. This is probably a loss. Correct. Agreed. Week they'll, four. Probably, they'll play hard that game, Rich, because it's Dallas. Oh, They'll play. No, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying the Eagles. They're not going to lay down and die this. No, year. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like it might be. It might show you how overmatched they are. That's one of those games where, like, the first quarter, you might be like, "Damn, the Eagles are keeping it close at seven three or at seven seven. Like, it's a tough game." And yeah. then it's just Dallas is going to just figure it out because the there's no corners, beating, bro. They don't. They can't cover them. The key to beating the Eagles is establishing the run because if they get past Fletcher Cox and get those guys tired. Start running the hurry up, then they're just going to pick apart our secondary. Yep. That's exactly the game plan of how I think teams are going to come out and and see the Eagles. They're going to be like, okay, where's their best? Where do they do their most damage? Okay, they're going to get a lot of sacks out of that defensive line. They're going to get a lot of pressure. How can we counter that? Let's run the ball, run the ball, run the screens. ball. Action screens. Yeah. Then it's going to be a field day. Like I said, every like you said, Nick. I think every game is going to be close in the first quarter. It's going to be. Well, obviously, this is pretty easy to say because it's stupid for me to even say. It's going to be a one. It's going to be a one-score game. <laughs> but but here's but that's what I'm. But I know it sounds really terrible to say that. But that's as close as it's going to be from then on out. Like they're going to be able to be like, okay, it's seven three in the first. But once these teams get to the second level, it's it's over, and that's where 
they're going to be playing a lot of catch up and they're not going to be able to catch up. That's going to be the problem. Well, you can play catch up, but you can't stop anybody. You'll never catch up. Yeah. Then it's just going to be behind all day. So right now I'm own three. Nick's at one and two. Don's at one and two. Oscar's own three. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, the Chiefs. A loss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Oscar's got a dub. You're throwing up a W. Yeah, bro. Tell me you why. You think they steal one? I think they steal this. This is the one game I think they steal. I'm going to tell you why. Why they don't steal this game and wow. why it's going to be a bloodbath. They did Andy's boy Doug so bad. Andy is going to be like, fuck this, unleash the demons. And it's going to be bad. Yeah, like, yeah man. Andy's one of those guys where he, he doesn't wear his like emotions out and sleep, but he's he's very tactical. That's it. That was one of his boys. Like Doug Peterson did a lot for him. He got he basically got him the job for the Eagles. Said, hey, this is my guy. This is you should interview. He's a great coach. Wins the Super Bowl, and then the Eagles do him so bad. You think that like they don't talk? And Andy's going to be like, Doug, they, they want to blame everything on you, Doug. Got Let's, you. I got you, bud. I'll show you what I'll show you what drafting a guy like Tyreek Hill is, but the real guy Tyreek Hill on the field. I'll show you how to do this, and it's yeah, going to be bloodbath. It's going to be it, so bad. I it's going to be it's going to be ugly. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a thirty-five to three, forty-two to ten kind of spot. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of Andy Reid, a lot of fist pumping on the sidelines. Yeah. Um, wouldn't surprise me if he comes out at halftime in one of his Hawaiian shirts. You know, <laughs> it, it's just going to be it, – it's going to be something where you're – I mean, people are going to be down there. This, this, could, this could be either, you know, they, they give Andy Reid his props and give him the, the, the props that he never got in Philly for never winning a Super Bowl here. Um, but it, it could – it's rich. It's just going to be ugly. Like brown, like brown bag over your face, ugly. Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Nick, what do you got? I was waiting for you. You're, you're next. You're next. I mean, I think this is – I understand Oscar's logic because he has him as 0-3, so you're – you know, the Chiefs are like, this team's 0-3, dude. They, you know, if we're going we're gonna to smoke them and you come out flat. But I think that the Chiefs proved that even if they go down by like 10 or 14. Or 21. It's, not, it's nothing really. <laughs> Or 21, they'll put up 42. Yeah, it's like – Shout out Houston. <laughs> I mean, people really think the Eagles are going to surprise surprise some people, man. I don't – just like this team, the Chiefs are just so good, man. Like, And they revamped their offensive line off the issues they had in Super Bowl. Like, who's going to cover – so Darius Slay's going to be able to run with Tyreek Hill all day? No. Nah. Who covers um, – Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Jason Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah, Jason going to come. He's like, I know my brother's moves. Yeah, put me out there. I'll play center and nickel. I'd rather have him out there than Avante Maddox. So who's going oh, to keep up speed wise with Nicole Hardman? Nobody. That's what I'm saying. They don't have anybody. One of these 14 slot guys, I guess. Oh, and then they drafted the kid from uh, Clemson, didn't they? Then they drafted the kid from Clemson. I think they did. The Chiefs, Cornell yeah. Powell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they got Powell. So. Yeah. Oh man, this makes me laugh. Yeah, that's a loss. All right, speed, moving on. speed, and more speed. Yeah, that's all they have: speed and guys who make plays. Wonder what the Eagles are doing. Uh, let's go with Carolina. Uh, loss. I, that roster just got better. I mean, their their roster got just younger and better and more athletic. And I mean, Christian McCaffrey's healthy. Chris, Christian yeah. McCaffrey's healthy. You know, if. If anyone is going to make a case for the Eagles to win this game, it's saying that the you know that the quarterback play for Carolina is just not going to be it's just going to be subpar. That's yeah. the only thing that you can say that might give the Eagles it might give an Eagles fan any kind of inkling for leaning in a win. But they ha- they just have they have so many weapons on offense, and they're younger, and they're faster, and they're more athletic. I just don't see it. Yeah, I don't uh, see it either. Nick, you have them down as a loss? Yeah, Carolina is, is – they're going to surprise people. I think they're – I mean, they might finish second in that division this year. They – I love Matt Rule, dude. He's such a good coach. He's yes. a program builder. So, he made their roster so much better. And Donald, like, 
He's gonna have more weapons than he even. He's like he's like a kid in a candy store right now, dude. Like when he was in the Jets, he was throwing to like me and Rich, dude. He's like, who are these guys? Braxton Berrios, who's that? Oh, now I got DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. That's pretty cool. And and Terrence Marshall. Yeah, and Terrence Marshall. Oh, that's pretty cool. And, and Christian McCaffrey's healthy. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, dude. I'm gonna do it with myself. Do you do? I'd be playing with a boner the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Full erections, full erections. That distracts people. <laughs> you're gonna play. You gotta play hard. <laughs> you want to tackle me? Come and get some. Why'd you carry my dick, Raph? <laughs> I don't know how you'd be able to focus. It'd just be crazy. Blood needs to go otherwhere. Weeks. <laughs> Sack me at your own discretion. He broke his dick. He broke his dick. Pick him up, court. Broke his dick. He's getting blindsided, dick goes right in the dirt, like literally dick and dirt. Dead. <laughs> yeah. That would suck so bad. Week six, Tampa Bay. I'm going to say uh, that's a loss. They're returning yeah. everybody they had before. Yeah. Yeah. They're returning all 22 starters from the super from a Super Bowl team that won that took Kansas City by surprise. And you know, their their defense. Their defensive play in the Super Bowl was kind of the blueprint for how to solve what what Kansas City does. Um, but you're you're talking about veteran quarterback Tom Brady with more rings than fingers and Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I see Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, yeah. Gronkowski. Gronkowski three running backs that are talented, and then Brady's not going to be able to figure out the secondary? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, so 0-5. Uh, Darius Leon? 0-6. Who's that guy? Okay. 0-6 yeah. and 1-6 and and from the rest of the crew. 1-5. Right. What's up? That's 5? Five. Five. You said 0-6 and 1-6. And and It'd be 1-5. Oh, yeah, 1-5. One one what about the defensive line getting pressure on the quarterback? Do you think they will pull out any of these games? It could uh, happen. Yeah, it could. I mean, it I'm could, just saying yeah. – I don't know what the defense is going to do. I really – I don't know what our new defensive coordinator is going to do. Um, I, I really don't. They're uh, going to need the defense to do that if they want to have any chance of being relatively good. Yeah, I mean, if they don't get pressure, then that's where it's just going to get even worse. I still sure. think that if they get pressure, yeah, but if they get pressure, somebody's going to be open with our secondary. That's my worry is it's you still don't have anybody to cover anybody's number two. And teams aren't stupid. They're going to keep guys close to the line of scrimmage. They're going to run a lot of crossing routes. They're going to get people confused. So, yeah, they bring the pressure. But still, there's going to be an easy pass. Somebody's going to be open. So, that's how I'm looking at it. Week seven at the Raiders um, in Vegas. I'm going to say I'll give them a win. I'll give them a win against the Raiders. Because the Raiders' defense is – equally as bad as ours and i'm i really i'm not that awestruck with that raiders offense uh Derek Hard proved last year that yeah he's he's pretty damn good but i mean who's who are their wide receivers now they lost their best wide receiver they still have darren waller but i mean they let go of nelson aguilar who was their best wide receiver tyrell williams isn't there anymore henry ruggs stinks uh brian edwards stinks like i just don't know who's left nick what do yeah. you got being the Raiders guy. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. This game, like when it came up on the schedule, I'm looking at them like it's going to be a tough game. Mm-hmm. Um, but their receivers, Rich, all their receivers run well, dude. They run well. So but they you have Henry Ruggs and John Brown are their one and two. Yeah, and but then, you've got two guys who have histories of soft, of soft tissue injuries. That's like, true, but then you got – but like – Here's the thing. I'm not the worried Eagles, about Henry Ruggs. The Eagles, Henry Ruggs. Eagles should win this game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a good spot for them, like, coming off Tampa Bay. Like, if you get whooped by Tampa Bay, you're like, damn, we need to step – we need to come out swinging these next, this next game because we look like shit or we just got our, we just got our, our doors blown off. Or if they – even if they play Tampa tough, and either they win or they, you know – or they lose or whatever, if, even if it's a close game, they're like, listen, we just played Tampa really tough. We can beat the Raiders. But I'm telling you, bro, the Raiders, they surprise teams every year. They win games they shouldn't win, and then they lose games they shouldn't lose. It's They're one of those teams are always, for some reason, they do something stupid. Now, Derek, Derek Carr, 
he's gonna he's gonna be able to read this defense though. And like my thing is, like you said, Rich, they have Darren Waller. Who stops Darren Waller? You put Slay on him. He's too big for Slay. And this is one of those games where that's probably what I would do because I don't. I, well, I mean, don't Slay can't run with he can't run with Rugs or Brown either way. I know. Like, well, you can't run with those guys. So you need to put your fastest corner on Rugs, whether he's your best corner or not. He's got to be the guy that can run with them. And that would probably is. be McPherson. So. Yeah, I mean, probably. That's fine. I mean, but then you have, like, you have the slot killer, the white boy, Henner Runfro. He just gets open in the middle. And this defense, I don't trust the linebackers to cover anybody. No. Yeah. It's one of those games. All right, I'll say – I'll say that they win this game. Fair. Do I think they could easily lose this game? Yes. They could, every, they could easily lose every game. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying like this is a game where like in if by week three or week four, I can might look at this game and be like, oh, the Eagles are going to get the brakes blown off them, or the Eagles are going to Eagles are going to run with that run away with that game. You know what I mean, it's going to change obviously, but that's why we're doing a preseason. You know, yeah. first round. Yeah, when, when I when I first looked at this game, I thought th- this could be a, a spot where they get a win. I thought I thought well. That Tampa game is a Thursday night game. So they've got 10 days between the Tampa game and the and when they play the Raiders. So I thought if there's a if there's a place in the schedule where they can get right, I think it could be this game. Don't hit the casino. Of, because, of how, because of how equally bad their defense is and, and our defense, I think it, it could be a game where it could be you know, a, a 31-28 kind of kind of spot where both offenses are able to score and both defenses can't stop anybody. Yeah. Um, I, I just – if there's a place for them that – this game was the first game that I looked on the schedule and I was like, they could probably win this game. Yeah. I agree. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them a win. Oscar, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's a win. I mean, it's pretty – I mean, everything you guys said. Yeah, W. Moving on to week eight, I, I let's not spend any time on this. It's Detroit. We should win this game. Detroit is abysmal. They Detroit. lost all their offensive weapons, and they still don't have a defense. And Jared Goff is their quarterback without Sean McVay. That's a loss. And let's be real. Detroit's not in it to win this season. So that is yeah. a- Just watch out for your kneecaps. Yeah, that's yeah. – write him off. He does like eating kneecaps. So, are we in consensus with the W? This is, tra- this is a trap game, Rich. Oh, go ahead. go ahead, Nick. I'll give you 30 seconds to touch on the Lions. Not saying that they're going to lose this game, but the Lions, they got a whole new culture, man. They're going heavy on offense. They got some mean guys on offense and defense. They're going to get after it. I think Jared Goff has a lot to prove to the league. Like, that if he, he wants to prove that he's not Sean McVay's puppet and Sean McVay was teaching him how to do everything. Now, they didn't do any favors because they don't have Marvin Jones anymore. They don't have Kenny Galladay. But they have a you know they have two good running backs with DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. And then they have – I think their number one receiver this year is going to be uh, Rashad Perriman, I think. And um, they, they signed the kid from USC, and they signed another. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I can't think of it real quick because I just talked about it last week to my brother about the other receiver that they signed. But um, – that's going to be tough. I don't know. This is one of those games where I could see it being like a final score, like 17-13, and the Eagles lose on some bullshit, like Jalen Hurts throws like a bad pick or something like that. Um, but I'll say that the Eagles win because they should win this game. They should. Okay. But it's a typical trap game. You know what I mean? Ten days off, you beat the Raiders, then you're like, dude, the Chargers are coming up. Like, we're going to beat the Lions. You know what I mean? So I want to, for the remaining uh, teams, kind of want to speed run through them. Because I want to do this again after we see some training camp, after we see what it is. So I don't want to be too redundant on breaking it down later. Because I want to do breaking down the schedule part two. So let's just speed through these. Uh, let's go with San Diego. Nick, you started off. Listen, man, it's the um, they're not San Diego anymore. Oh, Los Angeles. I'm sorry. <laughs> L.A. Uh, Eagles lose this game. Don. Correct. Loss. Oscar. I'm going to go with a loss, yeah. Yeah, they, they're going to lose that game. Uh, Denver, I think they win at Denver. I do think they, they win they win away at Denver. So I'm going to go win. Oscar? I, I was going to agree with that one as well. Don? I think it's a win. Nick? Another team with a really good roster. I think Denver wins this game in Denver. Okay. 
Uh, the Saints, I have that as a loss. Oscar? Um, I didn't really think about that one. Yeah, loss, definitely. I mean, more than likely. I think them losing Drew Brees and Jameis Winston steps in is actually going to be an upgrade. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Don? For their playmakers? Yeah, yeah no. Um, I mean, they, they've got more playmakers on, you know, in in their wide receiving core and Alvin Kamara that I think they're, again, this is the common theme with this whole schedule breakdown is that the teams that they're going up against have more offensive weapons than we have defensive players to actually cover the guys. Mm-hmm. So until we see it on the field, and I'll preface all of these picks with like, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that there are games on this schedule that I'm saying that's an absolute loss and they end up winning. Um, I hope that there are guys on this roster that prove me wrong. Um, but right now, show me. Like, I, I just don't see it. And uh, Nick, what do you have it as? Saints roster is really good, man. They need yeah, to. Insane. They're going to lose this game. Yeah. yeah. Giants, week 12 away. I have that as a loss. I have it as a win. Okay. Don? Yeah, I like it as a win. Okay. Nick? I actually think they sweep the Giants this year. Nice. Yeah. I'm winning at home. I don't have it. Yeah. Uh, the Jets. I think there's too much bad blood boiling. The Eagles are going to come out and they're going to show up for the Giants big time. I mm-hmm. hope. And Daniel Jones, bro? Well, how about all? Oh, I don't trust how about all the trash talking that they were doing with you know with right right before the schedule release, saying that they were wanted to have the ske- the Eagles on the schedule first. I thought it should have been. Eagles- I think that that would have been smart for the NFL to make that a week it, it one Monday night game or something like that, or yeah. like a Sunday night game. But nobody wants to watch either one of these bum these bum rosters. No, they don't. Yeah, and that's and that's exactly <laughs> the reason why they're not putting them all first. The Jets. Right. I will. I will have the Jets as a loss. Nick, I was actually thinking the same thing, Rich. I think the Jets are going to sneak up on you this year, man. Jets are going to win. Your coach, man. I do. Jets are going to win. Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas put a lot of talent on that roster the last two years. He filled holes that they had major holes. Got a good receipt. Their receiving core is pretty good, man. Adam Scott. The last two is wins. Yeah, I Obviously. mean, I like it. I like it as a win. Yeah, sure. We'll go with a win. Go to win. So two losses and two wins. The bye week. Uh, we're gonna. Sit, that's an L. He's gonna. Take, that's yeah. a- <laughs> gonna take an L on that one. Uh, How do you get fired on your day off? He because he was just they're stealing boxes. They're stealing freaking boxes. Washington at home. Nick. Um. This could change. Based on if it's magic, but Washington's pretty good, man. This is a loss. <laughs> Washington's yeah. real good. Don? Yeah, it's a loss. Awesome. Washington defense is too good. We always play good against Washington, too, but I think that this is a loss. Giants next week at home. I have that as a win. Yeah, that's a dub. So do I. Dub, dub, dub. Like Washington away. I have that as a loss. That's Same. a loss. And I think we're all in greens on that. And then They're ending the season with two losses, man. Yep. I'm actually saying that Dallas is fighting for a playoff spot. Yep. And Both of those teams are going to be fighting for the division. And so Dallas is going to be, yeah, needing to beat us. And I have that as a loss. So Adam has three wins. He has wins in a close game with Washington. Win, win, win. I would love to see why you think that, but that'll be for another time, my man. Okay. So uh, let's recap. How many? Uh, what's your full record, Nick? Um, let's see. I have loss. I should have wrote it down, man. I know I just have five wins. That's why. Monster's got five wins. Don's got five wins. Three. I have four. One. I have five wins too. Yeah, I think that's one. <laughs> they're right. gonna. The it's gonna be between like there. There are five to, to eight win team max right now. They need to prove to us that their defense is better than what their roster says it is, and their coaches can coach up their players to be better than what they are. That's a big thing. They've never been able to do that before. It's like. 
if he's an average player, he's always been an average player. They've never been able to maximize. They've never been able to Bill Belichick somebody and make him better by the system than what he really is. Like Bill Belichick made Patrick Chung look like an all-pro. He comes to the Eagles with a system that doesn't coach him up, and he's uh, a good trash man for waste management. Yeah, I just saw him off the hill the other day over in Cherry Hill. It's weird. Did you? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. Hey, uh, Oscar. Oscar, what, what's the over-under on how many games Joe Flacco plays? I'm I'm still going at week two. Oh, okay. That's very bold. <laughs> very All right. Bold. That's Oscar's boy for life, oh, man. And now, and now it's Listen, time. I told you. I sold Joe Flacco at Dunkin' Donuts. He looked lean and in shape, man. He looked like a young man. That's that's a resurgence coming back, dude. I saw he looked him. like he looked. He looked like he literally looked like he was in Adam's great shape. Man. Six. <laughs> Adam's got six. That's pretty accurate. Final thoughts, Oscar. Yeah. Take us into it, buddy. Final thoughts. I mean, just kind of. I'm gonna get into this NFL, yes. NBA playoffs, you know. So like. Um, I'm excited for it. The Sixers look really good. I mean, that's what my final thoughts is. I think, I think it's going to be a fun fun playoff run. I like it. Don Juan, what do you got for me, buddy? I had to, I had to dig out the nice. old, the, the old Sixers flag from, worst, from when we worst had. Worst logo the, in the history of the team, too. I love I know, but Nostalgic, but it's a terrible logo. It's nostalgic. Terrible logo, but – had me going through like all the 01 playoff run games, games against the Raptors and the like those games, like going back and watching old highlights today, just feeling, just having that like feeling like there's a run that's about to happen and having like these kind of like premonitions of like being on Broad Street again and things being opened up and be cool. Just. I for some reason like I just get this feel like I have this feeling like like I'm like do I put this back on the car like do I have it do I have it wait like the the because that whole run that's all you saw there were like people had the flags from from their car people had you know the flags in the windows they were where it was there was Sixers gear everywhere I just I feel like we're like right on the precipice and. I love the energy of Embiid, and I love I love him that that picture of him sitting on the bench with that giant gold chain. His shirts made. I know. You got to. And just I just I don't know. I just have a Talk really good feeling. Shirts are coming, Chris. Merchandise is coming. Talking Talk about. To I, I know. He did. Talking just- boy about about getting that picture of Joel. Oh, you know. and then having like the podcast logo or something like just says mood, something like that, like mood, you know, Actually, something, something put pretty the, dope. Put, put the logo on the medallion. That'd be, that'd be oh, pretty dope. That'd yeah, be there cool. you go, Don. Don's thinking now. Like it. Come on. You Nick, should have been a teacher. You should have been an entrepreneur. <laughs> what do you got for your Maybe. final thoughts, Nick? I mean, yeah, I, like I said earlier, but the Negadelphian thing, I mean, people were just so used to heartbreaking the city and being let down, like the. The Raptors game was kind of icing on the cake with the Sixers when they lost that game. They they should have won that game, should have won that series. You know what I mean? It's like that was a series to win. So, yeah, I think now it's just you got to remind yourself that it's a better Joel Embiid now. The team is better. The coach is better. They built the roster better. And, you know, all Joel had to do was have a kid, man. He's got a kid now, and now he's just a different man. That's you know, right. That's he, right. He's just in the zone right now, man. So that's what I'm saying. Look, it comes down to it, just give him the rock, let him go to work. I do want to talk about how the crap that people are saying that this man is not the MVP. I think that I and I honestly think that he's not gonna win now. Because of all the crap about well, he missed games. Oh, no. You can't play fifty one games, fifty two games, a seventy two game schedule and win the MVP. And I'm like, Yeah, but these were not by choice. They sat him because he got hurt. Yeah. This is the first year he ever played back to backs, and he wanted he didn't take load management games off, and they want Steph and Steph Curry to win, and I'm like, well, Steph Curry missed games because he was hurt too, didn't he? Yeah, he did right. So Steph Curry, who can score, he leads the league in scoring, plays no defense. Nikola Jokic is a good player, plays no defense. Joel Embiid is a top three defensive player and a top two offensive player right now. Oh yeah. So he's more valuable to his team 
than any other player in the league. You can't tell me otherwise. So the fact that he's not going to win MVP because of that just shows that they don't like us and we don't care, bro. That's it. But we do. But we he pisses do. him off. I hope he doesn't win and he just balls the fuck out in the playoffs and averages 40 a night and just dominates everybody and then trolls people on the internet. Yep. I. Hey, Chip. How are you, bub? You're out. <laughs> What's up? Just like us, we are out of time. I have zero final thoughts. I like what <laughs> all you guys said. I'm not going to reiterate. I'm super excited. I want to see where it goes, and we're going to go from there. Philly, we love you. Merchandise coming soon. Uh, you can find this podcast on Apple. Uh, str- uh, where else? Apple. <laughs> Spotify. Spotify. Google Play. Google. YouTube. YouTube. You can find it anywhere. It will be uploaded. Oscar's today. website. Oscar Oscar's OnlyFans site. Don't tell his employer. Please don't. My OnlyFans is private. Well, Platanos Maduros. That's all it is, baby. (laughs) Very right, then, Maduros. (laughs) Gentlemen, be good. Philly, peace out. Peace out. 1090. Peace. 76. Flex on him. Flex 